Welcome to the Everyday PM Podcast, the podcast where we discuss project management principles for your everyday life. My name is Ann Campia, and I'm a certified project slash program manager with over a decade of experience working for healthcare, retail, consumer goods, and tech industries. As you can see, this week I'm flying solo to bring you another special edition of the Everyday PM Podcast. And for this week, we are talking about assembling a team using Marvel's The Avengers. Now, no team is perfect from the start. Why is that? Well, teams have to go through what we call stages of development. The best analogy I can make is forming a sports team. Are all the players in sync from day one? Likely no. Getting a team to championship level play takes time, it takes commitment, it takes the team going through ups and downs, and going back to our sports analogy, it takes practice. Without further delay, let's dive into what Marvel's The Avengers can teach us about the five stages of team development. When assembling a project team or a band of superheroes to ensure the team runs as smoothly as possible and goals are hit, it's in everyone's best interest to implement the five stages of team development. Forming, storming, norming, performing, and adjourning. I wish it was adjourning. Anyway, if you're new to this concept known as Tuckman's theory, that's okay. I've got you covered. Tuckman's theory was first proposed by psychologist Brian Tuckman in 1965. Tuckman's model explains that as the team develops maturity and ability, relationships are established and leadership style changes to more collaborative or shared leadership. These stages supposedly start when the group first meets and lasts until the project ends. What better way to explain this concept than make the connection to our everyday lives using a team that has heavily influenced comic book culture in the last decade, Marvel's The Avengers. I'll walk you through each stage of team development, but before we do that, let's talk about the team. 2012 marked the formation of one of Marvel's greatest team of superheroes, which included Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Hulk. However, the team wasn't always functioning to its optimal ability. If it wasn't for Coulson's death, inspiring the group to work together to defeat Loki, we may never have seen the team move through the stages of development. Lucky for us, they did. Let's start with the first stage, forming. The forming stage involves a period of orientation and getting acquainted. You can remember it as that getting to know you stage in the Avengers. It's that whole, hey, I'm Nick Fury. Oh, hey, I'm Steve Rogers. Let me wipe my hands scene. The team is not so much a team as the story begins with Barton and Fury working together. After the Tesseract is activated and allows Loki to enter Earth, Fury engages what we later come to know as the Avengers Initiative. Fury tasks Natasha with recruiting Banner to help with gamma radiation research. Fury goes after Rogers and discloses the impending threat of Loki. And Iron Man gets the rundown of the project scope from Fury. Because uncertainty is high during the stage, people are looking for leadership and authority. A member who asserts authority or is knowledgeable may be looked at to take control or become the leader of the team. Which looked like it might be Tony Stark in the beginning, 
But as it turns out, it ends up being the more honorable of the group, Steve Rogers. Hmm. Team members are asking questions such as, what does the team offer me? What is expected of me? Will I fit in? Most interactions are social as members get to know each other, which is exactly what we saw in the Avengers movie as the team congregated in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s HQ. Find ourselves in the storming stage, which is the most difficult and critical stage to pass through. It marks a period by conflict and competition as individual personalities emerge. Remember that scene in the Avengers when Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor start going after each other? Yeah. Thor emphasizes to the team that Loki is his problem, and it's his sole mission to manage it. However, Iron Man and Captain America don't trust Thor, creating tension amongst the storming team. Thor refuses to put the hammer down, eventually striking Cap's shield, which radiates throughout the forest. There's also confusion around the Tesseract and Loki's agenda. Is it a weapon of mass destruction? Is it being built to protect against Thor? Or a potential threat of war on his planet? We don't know. Team performance may actually decrease in the stage because energy is put into unproductive activities. Hence the back and forth between Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, as well as this whole thing around the Tesseract and, and what is it? Uh, mem mem members may disagree on team goals and subgroups and cliques may form around strong personalities or areas of agreement. To get through this stage, members must work to overcome obstacles to accept individual differences, and to work through conflicting ideas on team tasks and goals. Teams can get bogged down in this stage, so be aware that you don't want your teams to stay in the stage for too long. Failure to address conflicts may result in longer-term problems. We find ourselves in now the norming stage. If the team gets through the storming stage, Conflict is resolved and some degree of unity starts to emerge. In the norming stage, consensus develops around who the leader is or, or leaders are. In this case, I think we all can agree it ends up being Captain America. And the individual members understand what their roles are, of course, throughout the Avengers. Interpersonal differences begin to be resolved and a sense of cohesion and unity emerges. Team performance increases during this stage as members learn to cooperate and begin to focus on team goals, like the scene with Iron Man and Captain America working together to fight the baddies from stealing the shield plane. Did I mention Coulson's death being the catalyst for jump-starting the team to norm? Yeah, sure, Fury fibbed a little bit about what that whole story was about the trading cards and such, but you know, whatever, it worked. Uh, Nick Fury delivers this motivating speech to the team saying there were talks about the Avengers initiative to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they could become something more. See if they could work together when you needed them to fight the battles that we never could. Coulson died still believing in that idea. In Heroes. However, the harmony is precarious, and if disagreements re-emerge in this stage, the team can slide back into storming. So again, just be aware of that. In the performing stage, consensus and cooperation have been well-established, and the team is mature, organized, and well-functioning. There's a clear and stable structure, and members are committed to the team's mission. We see Captain America giving 
orders, very militaristic to each team member, and none of them are uh, seem to be seeing it as him bossing them around. There's mutual respect amongst the team, and they see Cap as their leader. Problems and conflicts may still emerge in this stage, but they are dealt with constructively. The team is focused on problem solving and meeting team goals. Solidifying a performing team, we hear it from Tony Stark himself in the scene with Loki, when Loki thinks he has Tony Stark trapped in Stark Towers. We're sort of a team, says Tony to Loki, and refers to his team as Earth's Mightiest Heroes, going on to describe each team member. If that isn't a sign of team camaraderie, then I don't know what is. In the adjourning stage, most of the team's goals have been accomplished. In this case, taking down Loki and the rest of the alien baddies that were invading Earth. The emphasis is on wrapping up the final tasks and documenting the effort and results of the project, as well as, well as the workload is diminished in this stage. Individual members may be reassigned to other teams, and the team essentially disbands. We see this as the team goes off all on their individual own to live their lives, do whatever comes next. There may be regret as the team ends, as so a ceremonial acknowledgement of the work and success of the team can be helpful. Shawarma! If the team is a standing committee with ongoing responsibility, members may be replaced by new people and the team can go back to a forming or storming stage and repeat the development process. The movie ends with a team adjourning and a nice exchange of dialogue between Colby and Fury. How do we know they'll come back, Colby says to Fury, because we'll need them, Fury responds. Considering we get Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame, I'm confident we see several iterations of the Avengers going through the stages of team development. That will do it for me in this installment of the Everyday PM Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this special edition as we use Marvel's The Avengers to connect project management principles about team development and the stages that a team goes through to form what we eventually see as the badasses of The Avengers. Uh, make sure you visit TheEverydayPM.com as well as subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Ancampia. While you're there, click like, subscribe, click on that bell to get notifications on when new content goes up. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, take care.